story of a lamb turned monster Refuse to walk the corridors to the slaughter Let it go and let it flow The streets are colder than the wall Welcome to episode four. That was a struggle. I was trying to open that with one hand. Used to doing it all the time, but I struggle for some reason. But hi. And know that um, I kept promising to put out this episode and I kept procrastinating and feel like now I had to commit and put another one out. So yeah, thank you. Uh, I did just check the last episode I put out. Episode three was like a couple days before Halloween. So hope everybody got past that. Had had a good Halloween. Um, you know, Thanksgiving coming up next. Um, so yeah. Hi, it's been a while. How are you? You look good. Me? Stop. No, no, you know. Kind of skip the gym a little bit. It could be better, but thank you for noticing. Um, yeah. Uh, again, this is uh, Power Driver Inc. I have noticed that and it may be a biased thing. I do have a lot of friends that come up to me asking if I put out a new episode or when am I going to put out the next episode? And I know it's more of the people I know supporting me, but it still feels good and the same. So if you're one of those people, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you. I feel like I just slurred my words a little bit, but um, I feel like I need to, um, You know, start showing a little bit more appreciation for a lot of the people um, that support me. Um, obviously, like the biggest one was uh, is uh, Angie, uh, my wife. She supported me in getting started with this, um, and then obviously, uh, if I wasn't a guest on my good friends podcast from the depths you can follow that on spotify or on instagram as well too it's a cheap plug um but yeah from the depths tyler uh being a guest on his podcast kind of you know kick-started me wanting to do this and catching the bug uh and actually thank him thank you tyler if you're listening for my new logo uh for the channel um I mean, I don't know who the fuck I'm kidding. He made my last logo as well, too. <laughs> so, uh, but he made me a new one and I like it a lot. So, uh, I appreciate you, buddy. Um, but yeah, go check his podcast out, uh, or in his Instagram page. Um, it's all about horror. So if you're a big fan of that, or even if you're not, who gives a shit, just go follow him, support him. It's a good dude. Um, Hopefully, we've been talking about, 
you know, the next steps or the next plan on doing another one uh, with each other. Um, and also talking about doing another with another uh, podcaster. Um, uh, my ghoulish, ghoulish Adventures. Uh, she just started her own podcast, a separate one from her main page uh, called Spooky Roundtable. So check that out as well, too. Um, trying to think of who else. Obviously, too, because I feel like I don't support this man enough because I always make my posts and I always tag other people or what's spoken about in the podcast. But this man, you hear his voice. He's the first thing you hear when you play my episodes is a real showtime or his uh, Instagram page is the real showtime. Um. But he's the one that's rapping at the beginning of each one of my episodes. He does the intro music. Uh, he has his collective, his rap group, uh, Joe Grizzly, which support that as well, too. That's on Spotify. They have their Instagram page. And him and his buddy, uh, YDD, has their uh, Twitch stream they do uh, in their group called uh, Young Coffee. And that's coffee with two threes at the end threes instead of ease so remember that follow that shit too they do their uh podcast their main one uh streaming live every monday i believe i know it's every monday i just can't remember the time but i do remember it's every monday but check them out i do not support that man enough but he's uh been a good friend as well too um there's other like wrestling creators on Instagram that's you know gave me advice and stuff like that um can't name them all right now because <laughs> I actually wrote notes this time so I kind of stay on topic and not ramble as much but um I forgot to write their names down so I know off the top of my head like uh the unstable nerd is one of them um wrestling examiner is another one um, it, there's a bunch I don't know maybe next time but if you are listening to this regardless no matter who you are just you listening I do appreciate you but it's had to give those shout outs here soon uh, because I feel like I don't do it enough um, but yeah hopefully I get some partnerships going I try to do more guest spots on other people's podcasts um, whether it's people that I know or people that I'm fairly new at meeting and just trying to, you know, network more in the world of podcasting. Um, but yeah, I am trying to do, oh, speaking of partnership, you know, I crack the beer open just like all the time. And once again, it is Ernest, Ernest Brewery <laughs> here in Toledo, Ohio. I'm still you know, still going to keep pushing that as much as I can. I'm trying to get that sponsorship locally, dog. Uh, drinking the Gels in November, which is like their limited release. The last time they put it out was, I think, last year, around this time of year. Uh, and it has been one of my favorite beers. So, got another one when they released it this year. And I'm so happy. But yeah, Ernest, support that shit if you live here in Toledo. Pretty sure you can order their shit online, too, if you really like beer. Um... All right. Anyway, whatever. 
Time to go on to some wrestling stuff now. Um, so Full Gear just happened. Um, going to just come out and say it. Not going to cap. Didn't watch it. Uh, was a pay-per-view. Didn't spend the money on it this time. Read about it the whole time. Kept up, up to date with everything. Did watch the replays or, you know, not the uh, legal way to watch it after it already aired sort of thing. Um, but the things that I did see, pretty good pay-per-view. Um, obviously, the main ones that stood out to me, uh, the opening match, Darby versus MJF. Jesus Christ uh, was amazing. I can't speak enough of either one of those two. Can't speak well enough about either one of those two. They are amazing. Just amazing. MJF, again, dude can talk his ass off, but he can definitely wrestle his ass off too. Darby is always just a psychopath, but MJF, he killed that shit. Um, Definitely... I don't know what to rate it. I'm not trying to do like a Meltzer thing, but that is definitely up there. It's one of the matches of the year, in my opinion. Um, at least match of the year that Darby has put out or even MJF has put out recently. Like they've, they, they both killed it with that match. Uh, Punk versus Kingston was something I was looking forward to. Um, That was Brutal. You can tell they, you know, were telling a really good story with that whole thing. I feel like they didn't have a lot of time to build up to make a story out of that match, but they worked with what they had. They only had a couple of weeks of trying to make something out of nothing to make that match make sense of why it was happening. And the shit they did leading up to that, that promo they did, the first one, when they were both face to face in the ring, was fucking phenomenal. So that match itself, it did tell a great story. Uh, I can honestly say that in my heart of hearts, like I knew Punk was going over, knew he was going to win. But there were still parts of me that was just like, they're going to let Kingston win this. He's been given a lot of L's lately. He's been, you know, taking one for the team, doing what he needs to do to upgrade everybody around him. But I honestly thought that they were going to, you know, give him this one and just Give him that little, I don't think Kingston needs it. He's not like a young wrestler or anything, but still it would have been cool just to give him that little push that he was the person to give Punk his first loss. Uh, it did seem feasible at one, like several points in that match. Um, and he went out like a fucking G. Went out like a G. Um, but it was, it was a really good match. Um, Trying to think what, well, obviously the biggest one, obviously, is Hangman finally winning the uh, AEW title. Which, again, fantastic match. And again, storytelling. Can't stress this shit enough. Whereas I think that's where WWE lacks right now is long term storytelling. Like, I feel like they keep trying to push a lot of these different stories and switch over to different things and cool. If you do switch over to a lot of things, like at least go back to it, acknowledge that something's happened in the past. Like that's the one thing that I have against this time of the year. Survivor series is coming up. 
And I feel like they have people that are usually on the same team when they were just beating the shit out of each other like a month ago. But then now they're teammates just because they don't like another brand. Shit doesn't make sense to me. But this long-term storytelling with Hangman losing his friends, leaving the elite, being his own man, becoming an alcoholic, the whole thing with uh, Dark Order, it just all led up to a great conclusion to him, to him finally winning the title. Like it was fucking great. And then not knowing what was going to happen when the Bucks came out. Like that was just, just awesome. Like just watching their emotions and everything between the four of them, between Omega and Hangman and then Matt and Nick, when they came, like, it was just great. If you haven't seen it, watch it. I still think the match between those four, for the tag team belts when it was Omega Hangman versus the Bucks is still maybe top five matches of all time, in my opinion, as far as wrestling and storytelling. And that's not just a tag team match, like just matches in general. Like that is in my top five. Um, but if you haven't seen some of the matches in full gear, there are a couple other ones, like the whole Cody and Pac versus um, Andrade and who else? Malachi, like that, whatever. That was fine. Um, Tay Conti versus Britt Baker was, eh, it was fine. Um, Lucha Brothers versus F- FTR, I believe it was. Which again, FTR is amazing. Lucha Brothers is amazing. Um, but those main three matches stood out for me, though, between um, Punk, Keaston, Darby Allen, MJF, and Hangman and Omega. Um, there were some other cool things that happened. Jay Lethal. I love Jay Lethal. That was a pleasant surprise. That was one person I was hoping would at least make an appearance on uh, AEW. And I think I read. I'm not for sure if it was just like something I imagined or if I did see it that he actually signed with AEW, which again, 100% cool with. Uh, that dude is a fantastic wrestler. He's hilarious when he does anything else. As far as especially his Macho Man impersonations or Ric Flair impersonation, like Jay Lethal was a shit. Um, I guess that's a good segue to uh, they just had. I'm recording this right after I watched um, Dynamite today on Wednesday. He just had the uh, main event match with Sammy Guevara uh, for the TNT title, which fantastic main event. Sammy Guevara, again, one of my favorites. That match was great. Um, Can't really say too many bad things about Sammy. That dude is killing it every time he goes out there right now. Um, As far as Dynamite goes, though, fucking Daniel Bryan coming out, pretty much turning heel, (laughs) because talking mad shit to um, Hangman, talking mad shit about the Dark Order. He even made a crack at a there in Virginia where Hangman's from talking shit about the state. So seeing Daniel Bryan turn heel, I'm all for that shit because that dude is fantastic at what he does. He had the match with uh, Evil Uno and I'm, at one point he said 
I'm going to kick this guy's fucking head in. And I was like, yep, that's the, <laughs> I don't want to see the nice Brian Danielson. Sorry, I said Daniel Brian. Brian Danielson. I don't want to see the nice one. I want to see the aggressive motherfucker. And he definitely delivered. And he's making it sound like he's going to go after and take out everybody and uh, a dark order to get the hangman again all for that shit um speaking of dark order 2 i honestly think that 10 and dark order preston vance whatever you want to call him i really want him to be the person in dark order to win the tnt title next i want him to be the person that takes it off of sammy if it happens in the future I feel like it'd be right. That guy is a fantastic wrestler. He could definitely carry the legacy that, um, you know, Brody started. I think that would be dope just to, you know, bring that back to Dark Order. I think he should be the person to do it. Um, but I really want them to push him. They've been showing him off like crazy and then had Moxie squash him during the tournament. But I really feel like they need to push 10, um, in my personal opinion. Uh, let's say another one, too, as far as the tag team title belts. Love the Lucha Brothers. Love them. Like, Penta is one of my favorites. Um, I really want Proud and Powerful to win, Ortiz and Santana. If anybody has seen their matches before between the four of them, always bangers they put out some crazy shit i think impact they had like a good series uh i know they did some stuff on the independence um but ortiz and santana versus lucha brothers you just can't go wrong with that shit like if they start doing the stuff for the tag team titles and yep i would be so happy with that because I honestly believe Ortiz and Santana needs some recognition as well, too. Uh, fantastic tag team. They definitely need to go over soon. Um, trying to think what else. Um, they have some good things going on as far as, you know, I did read that they are ending their partnership with Impact for a little bit, but they're still doing stuff in New Japan. Like I just watched. Uh, EGE like show up tonight he tagged with uh, Orange Cassidy they had the best friends and Orange Cassidy had joined Chaos you know stable in uh, New Japan with Okada and EGE and Rocky Romero he was on the episode last week thought that was cool too so they still doing a partnership with New Japan speaking of that would be dope just to see I can't wait to see Okada like if Okada shows up AEW and he like, I'll be okay if they do another match with him and Kenny. Um, because they, each match he put on, they them two put on in New Japan was amazing. But I would love to see Okada versus Brian Danielson. You cannot say that shit would not be off the charts. Because it will be. You can't tell me fucking otherwise. But yeah. So they're still doing their partnership uh, with New Japan and AEW. Uh, I'd love to see Jeff Cobb come back. He did that short stint as like an enforcer for Jericho 
in the uh, inner circle with Mock, like going against Moxley and stuff. Would love to see Jeff Cobb back. Another one of my favorites. Um, Tour of the Islands is one of It looks so simple and basic, but just the amount of strength you have to do to pull that off with that rotation. Jeff Cobb is a beast. Would love to see it. Like him and Brian Cage as a tag team. Would love to see it. But, uh, but yeah. Trying to think what else. Adam Cole. Um, sorry, I'm not going to lie because I'm not going to edit this. That was a slight burp. But anyway, um, you know, Adam Cole, you know, bringing in Bobby Fish. Uh, you can get your T's in Undisputed Era and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Beginning of the episode, you know, of Dynamite Tonight, Omega talking about losing the title. He's going to take time off and. You know, they tease the whole Omega saying, you know, keep the ship afloat while I'm gone. And Cole saying he's going to do it. And Omega's corrected him saying, no, I was talking about the Bucks. Like everybody, like the elite just taking care of everything. You can kind of see the little hints then there and there. Maybe they might do a little split ski. We'll do a little undisputed era versus uh the elite. You know, since they did, quote unquote, kill Adam Cole, this could be like a whole setup when Omega comes back and do, uh, you know, Omega and the Bucks versus Cole, Fish, and, um, damn, I'm blanking out of his fucking name right now. Um, you know what I'm talking about. He's still in NXT. Apparently his contract's coming up soon. Um. Kyle O'Reilly, sorry, uh, and have undisputed. Obviously, they can't. They're not going to be able to call themselves undisputed era, whatever they decide to call themselves. But seeing that as a group, faction versus faction, who's the better one? That would be kind of cool to see. As much as I love the whole like Bullet Club and everything like that, and them as a group, I still just would love to see a good war between them. Um, Speaking of more New Japan stuff, Will Ospreay, still a fucking stud. Can we just see him? If Because he, he was on the Jericho Cruise doing stuff with them. So, want to see him doing stuff with AEW. Still want to see fucking G-O-D, Tamatanga, Tongalua, like, do their OG Bullet Club versus the Elite sort of thing. They've been teasing that like crazy. Definitely need to see that. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, think that would be Gallows and Anderson versus Tematanga and Tongalua. And I'm pretty sure they already probably did that, but I would love to just see this whole thing blow up again. Like do a whole new Japan versus AEW elite versus bullet club, like sort of thing. Um, And again, still doing what kind of Bully Club Kenta, you know, he's part of Bully Club. He's called out CM Punk since he's now wrestling again. That would be fucking dope to have a GTS versus GTS. I feel like that's always been a thing. You know, Kenta, you know, always bragged that, you know, Punk stole that finisher from him. And I feel like I think I commented this on somebody's Instagram that was 
you know, show the video of Kenta calling out Punk. But you can you can seriously make a drinking game out of that. How many times are going to reverse each other's GTS until somebody hits it? Because you know they're going to tease it like crazy. Leading up to the match, interfering in each other's matches, like all this other shit, there's going to be tease after tease after tease of who's going to hit the GTS first on who. And that would be fucking great storytelling right there. Or even, again, Sammy Guevara. He does his, uh, what would you call it? Like inverted GTS, or he calls it the GTH. So go to hell as opposed to go to sleep. Uh, I'll be there for that as well, too. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I feel like, um, you know, they are putting out some good content right now. AEW, New Japan doing their U.S. shows and stuff. Uh, They've been hitting kind of hard on those lately. I haven't really watched too much of their stuff. Impact, another one. Um, Haven't really followed too much of their things lately. Um, Ring of Honor, you know, I think I talked about it last time with them shutting down. Um, Oh, that was another thing, too. Briscoe Brothers. That tag team, they said they reported they were supposedly going to be backstage in AEW, maybe talking something, and you know, you may see them soon since everybody's getting fired anyway from Ring of Honor. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't want it to go to a point where all these people are getting hired into AEW. Like, I get it if they did like a guest spot here and there just to get more exposure. Kind of like they, uh, kind of like they did with um, what was Homeboy's name that fought Jericho, the hardcore wrestler. Can't remember his name, but you know, he just did the whole like guest appearance stuff. Like, do you, I don't mind stuff like that, but you know, when people get get released from WWE and Ring of Honor, just releasing everybody. You, you can't sign everybody. Like, and I get that people want to see these things happen just to see them get on TV and get treated better than they were, especially on, on the WWE side, not so much Ring of Honor side. But I know people talking about Keith Lee and everything like that. You know, he got released with the big Thanos snap and people want to see him. But where, where, what would he do? Like, I love Keith Lee. Keith Lee. I'm not going to, I'm not saying that he's a bad wrestler, but where would he fit? I mean, even recently, like, there have been a lot of people that signed on AEW where, you know, they're kind of just lost in the mix. And again, not shitting on them or their character or what they put out wrestling-wise, but you, you can't sign everybody. Like, it's already, with AEW, <laughs> it is this, uh, like, RWCW now. Uh, saw somebody post a fun sign that w- that some someone held in the audience of one of the AEW shows that it said, uh, <laughs> uh, AEW is the new WCW with ECW wrestling. And I thought that was pretty spot on. It was something along those lines. May have said it wrong, but you get the gist. Gist. I can't speak for shit right now. I even drunk this time, or buzzed even. Just had the one beer. 
Um, but yeah, again, I, I get that all these people want to see these wrestlers they get released go because shitty situation they're put in. But, you know, can't sign everybody. And I believe that Tony Khan and his dad have the money to do it. But you still got to focus on a lot of these other wrestlers, too, especially young ones. Like, that was the whole goal, I believe, to begin with, was try to showcase the newer generation, which, again, they're doing, like, with Allen and MJF and stuff like that. And even a lot of in the women's division as well, too, a lot of younger talent. But I'm just saying, like, you keep building up and building on and building up and building on with all these wrestlers that were just let go. Like, you're just losing more time for everybody else. My personal opinion. Sounds shitty when you say it out loud, but just my personal opinion. Just calm down. We get it. You have money. Just stop fucking spending it. Buy some more pyro, some shit. Make some fucking. Hurry up with that AEW video game. I want to play that shit. I'm tired of playing WWE wrestling games. I haven't played one in fucking forever because they've been so dog shit. We need Kenny Omega to put his foot down and finish up that shit. Um. But yeah, anyway, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here again. You know, I'm at almost half an hour. I'm going to try to aim to keep it around this time frame until I, you know, still get more in a groove of things. Obviously, you can hear me talking now and I don't have my shit together. Even after writing notes, this is still a mess for me. But again, still a learning process. Um, yeah. Thank you again for listening. I don't know. Like I said, I'm trying to do better with trying to reassess how I do these recordings or even just posting on the Instagram page for this. Um, I did see that I can, I turned it into like a business page for the podcast. So I may do some stuff with that soon as far as promoting a lot more stuff. Um, I, you know, I started out with literally like 10, 13 followers on that page. And now I'm up to, I think last time I checked was like in the seventies or something. So that's pretty legit. Uh, you know, baby steps. I know these things will happen overnight, but still just seeing the numbers go higher with a lot of these things, whether it's the followers on Instagram or the listeners on the Spotify stuff, it does make me happy. So, um, but I'm going to try to be better at recording trying to think of again a game plan as far as either getting guests on here to do like a group thing or trying to do better with being a guest on other people's stuff um try to put out content um i'm gonna i did talk to um my guy showtime the one i saw him do before that does the raps being a guest on their live uh, Twitch stream so if I ever do that I'll be sure to let everybody know I don't think it'll be I don't think it'll be video on my end there's this video obviously because they have like a whole like whole production thing they do um, if I could go doing that without showing my ugly mug that'd be fantastic but who knows but I'm going to definitely do better with posting keeping people updated what I'm doing Try to do more stuff outsourcing, trying to 
I guess not outsourcing isn't the word, but, you know, trying to do more partnership deals and trying to uh, get my name out there more. So hopefully again, you guys chill me for the ride. I appreciate you. Thank you. And again, I love you. Stay beautiful. Sexy voice. Oh, yeah.